And now enjoy part two of taxes, budget, and everything that's wrong with how the federal government handles the American people's money. So, you wanted me to touch on payroll taxes very quickly. Yeah, if you want to give a little, little history about, about that, I say go for it. Because so you're, queued up. Your, your personal income taxes, I think taxes theft, <laughs> um, personal income taxes, in my opinion, are unconstitutional, even though we do have a constitutional amendment. Um, up until 1861, now... Think about 1861. Gerard, what were we doing in 1861? Uh, I believe that was uh, the beginning of the uh, the recent unpleasantness. The, we, were, we were fighting the South, right? Correct. All right. So Congress decided, hey, we need to raise money. We're fighting a war. It costs money to do that. We're going to enact a payroll tax. Or an income tax. They did it on um, everybody that had an income greater than $800 and it was 3%. Okay? Not horrible, but it was was there. But as soon as the war was over, they said, no more income tax. It... They, they dropped it off the books. They let people keep their money again. 1894 came in. What are we doing now in history? Reconstruction, right? Reconstruction, correct, yeah. We need money to rebuild the South. <laughs> so yeah. what'd they do? Congress enact a 2% income tax on incomes more than $4,000. Now, $4,000 in 1890 was a lot of money. Yeah. 10% of the American households paid paid that tax. So you have 90% of Americans that still aren't paying income tax. So now we we pay for reconstruction and that goes away. They repeal that. See you later. So yeah. now it's now it's the mid 19 teens. And you have a horrible progressive Democrat, Woodrow Wilson, in yeah. the White House, who literally ran as as a progressive socialist. And then you have uh, a Democrat uh, Congress. Yeah. At that point in time, and you have this this struggle going on, like, how are we going to make revenue? There's a lot of rich people that are getting rich in the stock market because it's the you know, it's the teens. It's getting up to the 20s. The stock market hasn't crashed yet. We're we're doing good. We're flying high. So the Republicans, this is this. I have to blame the Republicans for the income tax because what they did was they said, oh, well, all these rich people have a lot of money. 
It was the age of the tycoon. It was age of the tycoon, railroad tycoon, steel tycoons, Carnegie Steel, all of yeah. this, you know, Rockefellers. It was big oil, money. Yeah. So the Republicans brought in and said, oh, the Democrats, they'll never go for a personal income tax because most of these are the big rich people. So what they do, they they proposed it. The Democrats loved it. They put in the 16th Amendment, which gave us what we now know as the personal income tax. Um, And what was funny was those rich people did the same thing that they do now. To get away from income tax, they put their money in um, either stocks and pay capital gains or they put it, you know, in other funds to be able to pay less tax. They Warren Buffett being a billionaire pays no personal income tax. Yeah. Nothing. He pays capital gains. But he'll lecture everybody else on it, though. Well, yeah, because it makes him look good. Oh, he's a sympathetic big billionaire that that rich people should pay more fair share. Dude, you don't even pay income tax. Like, literally. What what are you doing? Um, So so now we're stuck with income taxes. And oh, we're not stuck with it. We just we, we have it right now. We could get rid of it if people would wake up. And we absolutely it. could get rid of it. Now, I want to know if the founders were so keen on never allowing an income tax to be uh, taking a foothold in this country because they literally said. The fastest way to a socialist country is taxing people's personal income. You had a progressive socialist make the 16th Amendment. Huh. Founders weren't stupid. Yeah, well, I mean, and here's here's another little tidbit for that, too. You know, when all those those bills were passed, uh, we were on a gold standard. You didn't print a dollar unless you had a dollar's worth of gold in Fort Knox to back it up. That's right. Um, Where's that? Yeah, well, when we left the gold standard and now we just print more money, look look at what they've done with that. Yeah. I mean, this is where where you have your deficit spending. Oh, we're going to spend more than we take in. We'll just print more money and devalue the currency. Mm -hmm. On what freaking planet does that make any sense? Yeah. It, but that's what they've done, and that's what they continue to do. And like I said, unfortunately, no, nobody's waking up to it, or very few people are waking up to it. But it's it's people that don't have a loud voice, right? Um, when we when we do try to say something about it, we're racist. We hate the poor. Uh, you know, even you know, though we're poor ourselves. You know what's really uh, funny? Um, ben Franklin and the original founders were probably the if if you looked at their original tax plans. Mm. everybody would would call them the biggest um, haters of the impoverished people ever. Of course. Because well, see, the, the, original, thing, you know, the original tax plan actually taxed the, the, the poor at the highest rate and mm. the rich at the lowest rate. And, and their theory behind it was, 
Well, if if I'm poor and I'm getting taxed at a, at a higher rate than someone who's rich, I'm going to work harder and get out of poverty to be able to pay less. It was their it was their method of bringing people up instead yeah. of today's model, which is top down and no one has the ability to come up because you pay a personal income tax. Well, it's, and it's also because they didn't take into account that you know, over the course of only two centuries. And when I say only two centuries, I mean, you know, to, to take a step back and put things in perspective. We've been here for 200 years. It, it, it's it, it's it's a blip yeah. on the radar. Yep. When you look at the span of time. I mean, you know, you, you, you go to Europe and you'll see, you know, buildings that have been standing in, in the same place since the 1300s, the 1200s, you know, for a thousand years, you know, go to the go to the Middle East. I mean, you'll see they've been around even longer. Yeah. Um, you know, you're talking thousands of years then. So we've been here for 200 years. And, you know, in, in that span of time to have, you know, we have literally gone from where people think, Hey, if we give people an incentive to do better, they will. Yeah. To, Oh, well, you know, they're, they're okay where they're at. You know, we need to be compassionate to the poor and, you know, give them free things because they're, they're entitled, you know, to Wi-Fi and they're, they're entitled to cable TV and they're entitled to free food and they're entitled to free health care. You know, the one thing the founding fathers I don't think ever in their wildest dreams or nightmares ever envisioned was the entitlement mentality that has just taken root in this country. Yeah. Thanks of course, to you know, our, 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 our wonderful college professors and these, these, these people who think they, they know what's better for everybody else. Right. I mean, I mean the work ethic, I mean, America has a strong work ethic but you're seeing it diminish with the younger generations because, oh, yeah. oh well, I don't have to. Uh, my 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 parents took care of me. The my job will take care of me. The government will take care of me. I don't have to take care of myself. I don't, yeah. I can just do whatever I want. Yeah, parents don't even take care of them anymore. Just send them to school, right? Public school, right? So, I I have a couple other things that I wanted to touch base on, but I'm going to wait because I think I can tie it in with with (coughs) with my dear President Trump and how he totally disappointed me. I have been one of the loudest supporters of Trump since he went down the escalator and said, I'm running for president. Yeah, I love his thought process of being president. Everyone who watches or listens to this knows that. But man, he let me down this week, Gerard. Yeah, he dropped the ball, man. He yeah. really, really let me down. Um, he, he, he had Schumer and all those people on the ropes, and instead of making them tap out, he 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 let it, he he just said, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Let's let, let's keep going down the same path that that we've been going. That, so, that, that's fine. So what we're talking about, if you haven't uh, seen any of the news yet, is uh, there's 
first off, there was another mini government shutdown. It happened at like midnight. It was over by like one o'clock in the morning. Nothing happened. The world didn't explode. We don't need government there, period. Um, But 73 Democrats, 67 Republicans uh, voted for this spending bill. Whenever you pass a bill and, and I, I mean, there was, there was more, um, you know, that's a, that's a combination of, of different, uh, places. Yeah. Um, yeah. but when you have more Democrats voting for a Republican spending bill than Republicans, I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Anywhere close to this country. Um, The Republicans suck right now. They're not Republicans. I would rather the the Freedom Caucus inside the Republican Party just take over the Republican Party and let all of the Republicans who are really progressives in sheep's clothing just walk on the other side of the aisle because that's what they are. We, we just got a $300 billion increase in military spending over the next couple of years, over the next two years. We got $90 billion uh, increase in disaster spending for the floods and the fires and the hurricanes and stuff that happened over the course of this year. So female get $90 billion. Plus, Gerard, we don't have to worry about that damn debt ceiling anymore because they just put another, uh, you know, year yeah, of growth on our uh, on our national debt. So, so so why don't we why don't we coin a new a new phrase just like we did last week? Oh, we love it. And and, and, and I'm going to let, let's go ahead and say exactly what it is, because a ceiling implies that you hit There's a certain a limit. point. And you can't go above it. <laughs> yeah. You okay. know, it, it's, not, it's not like I can just take my house and say, you know what? I'd like an extra, like, I don't know, two or three stories on it. Where's so that? I'm just going to go ahead and do it right now. And it's not going to cost me anything. You know, um, I, so I would I was, like to, I would like to call it the, the, from this point forward it is now the, the debt elevator. Oh, okay? I like it. The, the I'm going to write that elevator. down. It's not, it's not debt. a debt ceiling. It is a freaking elevator. It, you know what? It's like the Wonkavator. It goes front ways <laughs> and sideways and back ways and forward ways and, and up ways. And then it goes and it gets to that ceiling and it goes right freaking through it. Right. Through and it. keeps on cruising. So it is it is the debt Wonkavator. <laughs> oh, my God. You've just made my day dry. Oh, this just no, this makes my blood boil. Sorry. No, I love it. Um, This was one of those things that it. I understand we need military spending. I do. But it's funny. And we've said this on this program is it's funny how Republicans are like. We we need smaller government. We need less spending. We need fiscal responsibility. But yet we're going to spend three hundred billion dollar increase More. on military. Yeah. Right. Increase. Not see. And, and, and there they go again using their little words. 
it's, oh, it's a $300 billion increase, you know? Yeah, that's increased from where you were already. Right. You're not spending $300 billion on the military. You're spending $300 billion more. More. Yeah. Okay. You so, are, Republicans have literally turned in, except for the Freedom Caucus, because there were a ton, you know, uh, Rand Paul was one of the key free uh freedom caucus republicans because he's yeah. he's more libertarian conservative like his dad but he sat on the senate floor just speaking and speaking and speaking yeah. about how retarded republicans are for doing this yeah you know no it, it, it it's it. See, there really is no, no true conservative voices. Uh, let me rephrase: there are no, there aren't enough conservative voices in, uh, in, in, in the people's house anymore, uh, or or in or in the Senate. It, uh, it, it literally is. They should just have one party. It's called the politician party, and be I, done with it. You there's know, there's no difference between John McCain and Chuck Schumer. No. If you can show me a difference, I will gladly rip my eyebrows out. <laughs> um, it there there there's nothing. Uh, the, the 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 nitwit from freaking uh, Maine. She's oh. never met a Democratic spending bill or anything Democratic that she that she just didn't love. Yeah. And yet she's got an R next to her name. Yeah, I mean, the only way you get true. elected in Maine. It's so true. It's and it's sad because, it, yes, did Congress let me down on this on this one year? Well, technically, it funds the government through um, I think twenty nineteen March of twenty nineteen, and, and, and still it's it's not a it's not a budget. No. No, no, it's it's a it's continuing a, resolution. It's a spending continuing re- yes, yeah. It is a spending bill. It is a continuing resolution. It is not a budget. Right. So why aren't we forcing them to do what they force us to do? Well, it's funny you say that because the last budget that was passed by the House was in two thousand and nine. Yeah. Since then, we've had continuing resolution after CR after CR after CR. Now. Here's the it's funny the thing. It's the Wonkavator, right? Now, yep. here's the funny thing. Trump just gave them a 2019 budget. Yep. I want to smack the crap out of President Trump for his budget. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I honestly didn't look up the number about what, um, like, what we bring in um, per year. Right now, as it is, I didn't look that number up before before we we went on the air. Um, I, think, but, I think our deficit is something like well, our our deficit. Tri- it's like one or two trillion is our deficit. Our our national deficit right now is six hundred and fifty four and a half billion. Right, 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 right. Now, right, right. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Trump wants a four trillion four. Plus right. trillion dollar That's what we're talking about, budget. Yeah. Let me break that down for you, Gerard, because some of these 
they'll make you uh, a little festive. Do you like infrastructure? Do you like roads? Trump's really big on building, right? He's a real estate mogul. Yeah. He wants all these buildings yeah. and bridges and, and stuff like that. Yeah, we um, see how, how good that works here in New York State. Yeah, right? All those potholes, right? That six people yeah. stand around while one of them's filling it. Yeah, they're, I love, uh, I love county no, 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 jobs. No, no, no. Six people stand around while one, while one performs an environmental impact uh, study on it. Yeah. Before they start working. <laughs> So, uh, $1.5 trillion spent on infrastructure. The nice part about that, though, is only $200 billion is coming from the Fed. The rest, he said, hey, we're not paying for it. New York State, you got to pay for it. Town of blah, 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 you have to pay for it. Private organization, you have to pay for it. Who in their right mind is going to pay for that? So nothing's going to get done. So, so, so let me get this straight. So basically what he's doing is he's telling our beloved leader in this uh, state that you get to, he's going to have to, he's going to have to cut his social programs in order to pay for highway infrastructure. And that's what, and, and we all believe that that's what this guy's going to do, right? That that would be he's a not, lovely he's thought. On, he's not going to go and increase taxes, right? Oh, no. Comrade Cuomo will totally increase yeah. taxes. And, yeah. and that's the annoying part. So the nice part about, about the infrastructure is right now, if I want to build a road, it's about 10 years in regulations and processes that I have to go to go through at the federal state and local level that I I need before I can start digging. Right. Trump with the new thing wants to make it one 12 to 24 months. So that's nice. Will it happen? No. Nope. It, it's it's completely irrealistic for me to believe that the government can do anything efficiently uh, other than spend money. So moving on, $50 billion for rural projects like Wi-Fi, sewage, uh, farming projects, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about that? Same thing I think about the, the infrastructure, the, the, the highway <laughs> stuff. It's it's the money's got to come from somewhere. It's not it's not if you're saying, well, we're going to spend this much, but the federal government's only going to kick in this much. Well, guess what? It ain't going to get done unless the states dramatically increase their taxes because they're not going to cut the EBT cards. They're not going to cut all the social bullshit programs because who's who's voting for them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, New York's, you know, the city's never going to go, oh, it's okay. We'll we'll pay less. Like, right. yeah. So this one will really grind your gears. In that four plus trillion dollar budget, he's allotted 13 billion with a B. Mm-hmm. Not, not 13 dollars, but 13 billion for the opioid crisis done done really yep so he thinks that spending 13 billion dollars on prevention and care and long-term treatment is going to fix the problem 
So, 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 so let me ask him a question real quick. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm calling Trump right now. Okay. Oh, Trump, what's okay. going on? Yeah. Mr. Mr. President, how, how has that war on drugs been working? Oh, good past question. 30 years? Yeah. How many, how many trillions? Cause I'm sure by now we're in the trillions. I do. I would even have we dumped into fighting the war on drugs. Yep. And people How's still die. Out? How's that working out? Yeah. We winning? Hey, you know what's a good way to uh, fight the war on drugs? Pass a, bill, pass a bill that says everything's legal. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I've been screaming. Guess what? Legalize it all. Legalize it all. You do whatever you want. And, and I would I would call it the legalization and accountability bill. Yeah. So therefore... It's all legal now. You can do whatever you want, but. You still can't drive intoxicated. You still can't drive under the influence. Um, You better buy your own naloxone. Right. It's it's, we're not mandating it to be carried. Oh, it's so ridiculous. So the last big thing that he put in his budget uh, was 23 billion for border security, 18 billion of that allotted for his wall. And he has literally come out and said, you will get nothing on dock. You'll get nothing on immigration unless that 18 billions in there for the wall. Now, how many presidents before this has said, Hey, we need funding for a fence. They get funding for a fence and then the fence is never built. Well, my question is, uh, I remember him saying something about Mexico is going to pay for this wall. Believe me. <laughs> so, so suddenly we're paying for the wall. What yes. happened there? Yeah, again, like I said, Trump let me down. This is yeah. I I never as as you and I spoke about I never believed that he was going to uh, to have Mexico pay for the wall. I always felt like that was well, a campaign did. slogan. Um, would it you have been nice? Yeah, it would have been awesome. Now, see, see, I uh, see. I'm on the other hand. You know, you, you say what you mean. You mean what you say. Yep. And if you if you say I'm gonna have them pay for it, believe me. Well, I believe you because right. uh, once again, simple, simple answers. Uh, hey, Mexico, pay for this wall. No, we're not going to pay for the wall. Okay, Mexico, do you habla tariffs? You know what those are? Yeah, it's called anything that says product of Mexico from your little pretty burro of a piñata to your tequila, <laughs> all the way down to your freaking avocados, yep, and your freaking Fritos, and everything else that we build down there that we used to build here. Hershey chocolate. When it comes across the, when it comes across the border, and it says product of Mexico, guess what? You're paying for the wall. Yeah, I will make I, I, I will make it so costly for you in tariffs that you're just going to want to hand me a shit ton of money. To build a freaking wall. Yeah. And you know what's fact, funny? You can even use your labor to build a damn wall. <laughs> but the, the point is, is there was a way for him to do it. Yep. Keep his campaign promise. Make them pay for it. And yet here we are. He's using our freaking money that we don't have. Right. To put up the great wall of what? 
I'm at this point. What's it gonna do? I'm okay with the wall. I I think we need it. Should should the taxpayers pay for it? I I don't know personally. It would it would be a lovely theory. Um, you know, I'm a big. You're a flat taxer. I am a get rid of income tax period because it's theft and go to what um, populated the coffers of the United States from our inception to 1913, which was external tariffs. The founders believed that internal internal tariffs were horrible. External tariffs? I'm not... You know, I'm not, I'm not a, I am not a, a, you know, like my feet are in cement right now and the cement says flat tax. No, no, um, I know, I know. My, my thing is, realistically, you know, they're not, you know, if they're not going to do a bunch of, uh, a balanced budget amendment, they're not going to do term limits. They're definitely not going to do, do away with income tax because that's their, their, that's their kitty. Well, so it's not even inc- I, income realistically, tax to they me. could do a flat tax. Yes. But income tax to me isn't even um, isn't even a revenue stream for the politicians. It's a we keep you in your social structure and classes system, because think about it. I bring home I bring home seven hundred dollars a week, say. Right. But okay. I'm, I might need extra money. So I'm going to work extra. I'm going to pull, you know, 24 hours of overtime. And now yeah. I make an extra four hundred dollars. So realistically, right. I would sh- I should bring home eleven hundred dollars. But now I get into a new tax bracket. They tax me harder. I only bring home, say, eight fifty. Yeah. So with. With an income tax, you will never see the poor become the middle class. You'll never see the middle class become the upper class. You'll never see it because the more you work, the more money they take to keep you right back where you are. It's the whole swimming against the, you know, the current and going nowhere but backwards, Um, which is why... and along with that, those who sustain themselves on the government teat oh. are basically living, they are living in modern day slavery and bondage. Yep. Not only will you never get out of a ghetto or get out of that situation, but you're guaranteed. I mean, you, 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 we see it every day when we go to work Yep. in certain places that I'm sure we're all familiar. It's generational. They just, they will never get out of it. No. Um, and that, and that's, that's and okay with sad with, with the left and the Democrats because that's their voting block. Right. Yeah. But, and, and that's, and that's, you know, there, there is a market for tariffs last year. We had uh, a 1.5% tariff on industrial goods, uh, brought Ooh. into this country. There were $2.2 trillion in imports brought into the U.S. economy. We only made $34 billion in tariffs. That's like, that's pathetic. Yes. You know, yeah, it is. We, it, we it, funded, it's, why, it's why 
we it's literally why we're not getting any traction on the, on the, on the international market with our products. Right. Uh, how do you compete? You can't. You know, and I and I so, love the people that are like, "Oh, tariffs are going to, you know, make things more expensive." Um well, if you're not paying income tax, you'll and, have more money. And you use you decide what you want to spend it on. Well, and you use an external tariff. The company who brings it here is forced to pay the tariff. So the cost of the tariff is not passed on to the consumer. If you use an internal tariff, then it's passed on to the consumer. Hence why, oh, and hence, and here's another, hence why the founders were against of, them. Well, and here's another little byproduct of the external tariff. If the market for their product is so great here that they don't want to miss out on it, it may actually be more cost effective to build it here manufacture it here using our labor. Yeah. Not China. Right. So, and then you make jobs, you have more people putting money into the economy, which builds tax revenue and the government gets funded. It it worked in the eighties when, uh, you know, when when the Japanese were, you know, the Japanese were the China of the 1980s, Yeah, you know, and, and, and what, what did they do? Made it a little more expensive for them to bring their products you know, already manufactured from overseas. Cause I remember the, you know, as a little kid seeing, you know, the videos of container ships and I used to go down to the port in Miami and I'd see, you know, container ships with, you know, Toyota and Honda written on the side of the ship. Right. You know, with all these cars. Yep. And then suddenly one day I'm driving down Hillsborough Boulevard in Deerfield beach, Florida. And there's this weird looking kind of Japanese ish styled building. And out in front, it said Toyota. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Somebody said, "Hey, wait a minute! It's more. It's cheaper for us to just build them there." Yeah. So they opened up manufacturing plants in 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 the United States. It's amazing you know, it, how simple things really are, but yet the government doesn't give two craps about how no. simple things can actually be. Um, so, Gerard, anything you want to add to? Taxes and budget. I I think this has been the most educational sixty minutes yeah, about I mean, we've taxes. Kind of, we've kind of run the gambit in here and there, and I've kind of gone off on a on a social tangent from time to time. But uh, hey, no, your 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 debt wonkavator was <laughs> the hashtag of the year. All right, I don't yeah, care. It's, it's great. It's, it's it's true. It's exactly what it is. But uh, I mean, as far as I would go, like, like for me, I, I like the tariff idea. I do like the the external tariffs. The the only other thing I would I would say, along with, I mean, if you truly wanted to abolish the income tax, which would be a wonderful thing, we you know we could have a value added tax, a federal sales tax mm-hmm. on products. So well, with all that extra money that I'm keeping in my paycheck. I can now decide what I want to spend that money on. Right. Not the politician. Yep. Not, not the guy that's sitting in Washington for 40 years, getting fat off the, off of everybody else, getting that leather chair syndrome. You know, his ass hasn't touched anything but leather for 40 years. Yep. So, you know, you put the money back in the people's pocket. Hey, if it's worth it, I'll go spend my money on it. That's right. If not, I'll put it in the bank. Yep. You know, 
both of which it, grow it, the economy. It, yeah, it's our money. People need to stop watching American Idol and start watching. I don't know, the, you know, what happens the to their money? You know, start it's watching. Ridiculous. Go on, go on, to, go go on the computer. The information's there. Go look at what your representatives are doing with your money. Yeah. And because uh, most you, of it is so outraged. frivolous, it's so frivolous what they well, spend and, and, on crap. Even, on. Even, with, even with the military spending, you know, I, I, I come from a military family. I, I love, I love my country. I, I, I love being able to defend it with the biggest stick possible, but we don't need to be in Afghanistan anymore. No, we don't need to be in Iraq. Honestly, we don't need to be in the middle East. We can drill our own shit and give them all the big one, one finger salute. You know, we can spend smartly on the most advanced weapons of war that that, that the world has ever seen. Mm -hmm. And it, it won't cost us $300 billion increases every freaking time it comes up. Yeah. You know, yeah, there has ridiculous. to be an Yeah. But I digress again. He, dig- he digresses America. <laughs> he, he slams the gavel lot. and says, that's it on taxes and budget. So I will wrap up for today. Uh, guys, I appreciate everybody uh, supporting the network and supporting simple answers. Uh, if you haven't shown your support yet and you want to uh, head over to YouTube and search 1787 media network, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, 1787 media net or even on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash 1787 media network. Um, and all of these podcasts are now on SoundCloud. So go over to SoundCloud, follow us there, and uh, you'll get notified every single time one of these come up and uh, you want to hear us talk on the on the car ride into work. And, you know, instead of listening to Glenn Beck talk about how the world is going to de- you know be destroyed by some Ooh. cataclysmic event caused by politicians. Yeah, if you want to sit and listen, listen to, to realism. Us. Yeah, <laughs> listen to us talk about real, real yeah. stuff. Um, so guys, till next time, as always, I'm Mike Turek, Gerard. Thank you very much again. Always, always a pleasure. Stay strong, America.